Welcome to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thank you so much for tuning in. You know how we're going through all the chakras? To me, it's kind of like climbing a giant mountain as we go up, up, up through the body physical, but also spiritually on the vibrational level that the chakras entail. And as we go up, we're taking breaks to kind of check out the view, what's happening at each level. Stay with me. And so I'm today I'm not going to go into the solar plexus so much as I'm going to tell you a little bit about my findings that occur within both the sacral chakra and the solar plexus and why I think they're quite the dynamic duo. I hope you enjoy our time together. I want to remind you that the sacral chakra is really over the sacrum, that triangular shaped bone that in Latin sacral comes from the word sacred also, because that was considered a holy bone because it was used in sacrifices. And I think that's very fascinating (laughs) because I cannot help but be reminded how much we sacrifice ourselves when in relationship. Often this occurs, yeah? And the sacral chakra speaks to us of relationships, whether they are work-related or our mates or our relationship with our children, if we have them in any form and also our relationship with family members and our relationship with ourself. It has been my experience on uh, working energetically with the sacral chakra in countless situations, teaching energy classes and Reiki classes and energy and balance and doing healing work on people and doing reads on people. It is in the sacral chakra that we often find, or I often find, our sacred soul contracts when it comes to relationship. I think that um, this is an interesting thing to note. While you work through any blocks or empowerment that you have found in your sacral chakra, having just recently, a couple sessions ago, um, done the guided meditation or taken the information that I shared with you into your own guided meditation to kind of seek out what's going on in your own sacral chakra and in your own sacred soul contracts within relationships. Remember when I said relationships really teach us about soul expansion? That's really the opportunity, I think, um, that allows for the our own soul expansion, especially when we look at our relationship with ourself. But I have to kind of caution you to overly sacrificing yourself 
um, for others. I always think that there's, or feel that there's a gentler way so that no one really has to sacrifice so wholeheartedly or so fully. I think that, um, when you look at the entanglement that relationship can, um, kind of get into, it's important to note, is there a more gentle way here or a better way where we can both come out in a win-win situation, perhaps how you speak to them or how you relate with another, if you will. And again, that gentle reminder that I found, and maybe you did too, in the last session, when you did the past life connections, when it comes to relationship, that maybe you're there to teach each other something, or maybe you're kind of joining forces in this life based as a continuation from previous incarnation, or perhaps just because you just really love their soul and like doing time with them, if you will. I have a few pals in my life where that's the case. <laughs> We've done several lifetimes together. It's been brought to our awareness and we giggle over it. And not all lifetimes were here on this planet. So that's always been kind of fascinating and fun. But in it, though, I think for me, when I've worked with people and in energy fields and seen where the muck and the muddle is, it, it really is about um, helping the person that I'm working with work through those entanglements of enabling or dishonoring or um, sacrifice where it really is not meant to be sacrificed. I mean, it's one thing if we give up and give over parts of ourself that are really not conducive to ourself or relationship, but it's another where we, um, when we really sacrifice our whole life for kind of the greater good of the other person, if you will, if it becomes, um, you know, with the wrong, in the wrong way, in a way that's not empowering to either of you, but becomes an enabling situation, then it's not so healthy. And the resonance of that will adhere to the sacral chakra. And so I just invite you now knowing that this is maybe where we've um, brought these relationships into our life or we're attracted to these relationships. What is the sacred contract? What is the lesson? What is the soul expansion? What is the, you know, the hope or the desire on a on a more um, kind of joyful front or a more comfortable front, you know, certainly we are, we have free will so we can choose hardship, but I just, <laughs> I really have to tell you in all my work, you don't have to, you don't have to choose hardship. So, you know, just looking at those areas and if it's someone that you're close to and you want to remain close to talking it out, being in deeper relationship with your, with yourself so that you unearth your own truth in the experience so that you can bring that truth to them in a way that that it can be heard so that you're not really compromising 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 that you both get the benefit of a beautiful connection i just want you to remember that in the sacral you do store sacred contracts and sacred connections. And there are people that we're in relationship with. And then you get to choose how the dynamic of that unfolds. Um, you know, people break up, 
they get divorced, families go in different directions because they outgrow one another. They come together. They don't. They can communicate. They can't. You know, you just, it's a really about recognizing what do you need for your own soul growth in these situations and what is being asked of you. And, and I think that the combination of the meditation that you've gone through with the sacral chakra and the time of exploration of past life connection or just life connection will be beneficial so that you are kind of clean and clear in this area of your being so that your sacred space in this area of your body can be um, in balance, if you will in balance, if you will. And don't forget, if you decide to part ways or go into those past life meditations and realize that you have to sever a tie, um, you can always, you know, anytime you think of them, think of them with love and light, just because you've gone in separate directions, because um, the growth is not there, or because it's a, that it is not really for your highest good to maintain a physical or a proximity connection. But anytime you think of them, I encourage you and offer you the opportunity to think of them with light and love, so that there's no entanglement still, or there's no um, neediness, or there's no empathic connection, if you will, but that you just, you know, think of them with light and love and you move on. So what do I mean by thinking of them with light and love and move on? Love is obvious, but light is your, in that I'm suggesting you wish them a higher state of grace and blessings, abundant blessings from the source. You're wishing them in that vibration of um, additional light frequency. You're, you're wishing them an energetic vibrational boost, if you will, or peace or a healing. All of these things are encompassed when I say wishing them love and light. And seriously, that's it. Just light and love and move on from your thought. It's a real spiritual practice to get kind of untangled from someone else that um, that you know that it's not for the highest good and that you've sorted out through your past life connection and you've got a sacred contract with, but you're really saying, this is time for me to sever this tie because it's not healthy for me and it's not healthy for them and I need to move on. And so praying in that divine light and getting into that space of knowing that resides within you, that you, while you tune into the the, the sacred contracts of relationship that are in your sacred sacral chakra that you can know how can I release this completely and then again when any time they come to mind just bless them with light and love and just turn your attention elsewhere turn your attention elsewhere turn your attention elsewhere so that it can be um you know resolved in that way so bring it to the end resolution or absolution if you will knowing that um, that you can change, you have free will, you can change the dynamic at any point. So if you've come across a past life, or even in this incarnation, when you're like, oh my gosh, this is not healthy, I'm following my own self-knowing, I need to break the bond bondage of this um, sacred relationship contract that seems to be stored within my being in a huge part of me. I need to know all that I need to know to love and release it and let it go. It really is 
about maintaining your personal power in these spaces. So for those of you that want more of a visualization <laughs> to kind of sever the tie, listen, a lot of people know about this. I am not the one that invented this. I don't know the first human that did invent this. There's two little images that come to mind, visualization techniques where you cut cords. Cords is the belief that there are, or the awareness, I shouldn't say belief, that the awareness of that we are bonded or tied to certain people. And some of these ties are not really healthy. And so sometimes we have cords, energetic cords going out of our being to other people. This is especially true for empaths or parents that are in consistent worry or kids that are consistently worried or constantly worried about their parents or whomever, children, whatnot. And so these energy cords, if you will, deplete your energy and run out to the other people. And so you might notice that if you take time to close your eyes and go into your heart, mind and feel around energetically around your um, sacral chakra, do I have cords? Yes or no? And the answer might come up. Yes. And so then how many cords, you know, you might get seven or whatnot, the number are three. And you say, then who are they tied to? And you immediately know who they go out to say the names as they come to your awareness. Just don't deny them. Just say them and say, is it for my highest good to have these cords? You could go through each one. And what is this cord about? What is this connection about? Is it still good for me to maintain this connection at this level? Something that's really energetically depleting you is usually not good. <laughs> um, so it, you can do a couple of things. There's this lovely visualization, St. Michael, the archangel in various um kind of spiritual, uh, religious, uh, belief systems. St. Michael it, it, uh, uses a cobalt blue sword and you can imagine him asking St. Michael for this sword and cutting the tie and sending it off with love and grace, if you will, or you can even just imagine if that's too severe for you, imagine yourself just kind of pinching off the, the cord and releasing it to the heavens. And you can say these words or any way you can imagine severing the tie or severing the cord. It doesn't mean you don't care about them anymore. It just means you're not carrying them anymore. Do you understand that? And so um, the way you could do this is you could say, I release and detach all energy that is in truth not mine. And I claim back to me all energy that is mine. Let it be cleansed or dissolved by the light upon its return to me. And so it is. Again, this is a um, saying or this mantra, if you will, or if this, I hate to use the word incantation, but this blessing, this prayer um, of kind of, a, this is the directive that I've, I'm giving the energy of my body and the energy between me and this other person that is no longer suitable for me to keep carrying this load of this connection. And so if you need something a little more than sending them off with love and light and turning away from them, here's a beautiful visualization and guidance kind of thing that you can do. Again, eyes closed, imagining, tuning in, how many chords, who do they go to? Is it for my highest good to maintain this? What do I need to learn from this connection? Why am I holding them this way? Any of these things you can ask. You know, I'm trying to create this repertoire between you and your soul's knowing. And so you can take this meditation into the deeper of your knowing to what needs to happen so that you might resolve this or absolve this connection that is in this way unhealthy for you. 
so that you can maintain your own energy, they maintain their own energy. And interestingly enough, in doing so, we kind of sometimes release, you know, I did that with the someone I know, and they came around and be, were more empowered and independent when I saw them again, which was fantastic, because I was energetically carrying them. Because it was like me you know, this is what I want you to be to me. You know, this is what happens in sacred contracts with relationship is sometimes it's a barter system. And I'm allowing you in this moment as an opportunity to see if you've established kind of a barter system with someone else, whether it's a child or a spouse or a mate or a significant other or a, a sibling or a parent or whatnot or a business associate. And instead, each standing in your own power and be supportive in that right? Which is very different. And so I just um, appreciate you and validate your knowing in this regard, in regards to any connections that you feel at your um, sacral chakra when it comes to relationship with other and soul contracts that you uh, want to work through. Okay, what if this is somebody that you've stumbled on as a sacred contract in relationship that you're really not supposed to let go of? So think of maybe one of your kids or a kid or um, a mate or somebody. Anyway, this is another thing that you can do when it comes to kind of unearthing more of that. Granted, we did what we did in the past life connection. I want to use this more so specifically in this way in regards to a sacred contract in this life. So what you can do is bring that person to mind, close your eyes, bring that person to mind, see them in your mind's eye and make the love connection, beam love from your heart. Imagine a, a, a beam of love light going out from your heart to their heart and see them standing before you and ask their soul, soul to soul, what do you need most from me in this incarnation? What did, What is our soul contract about, if you will, in a way is what you're actually asking. Now, they might not know what the soul contract is about. That you would ask of God or of divine source or of, um, you know, the Tao or li you know, light truth. But you could ask them, let's say if it's your, I'm not going to say, but let's say it's this person that you have standing in your imagination before you ask, what do you need from me? What do you want from me the most? You know, how, maybe how even can I speak to you so that we might have a better um, communicative relationship? Or in what ways can I show you that I love and care for you? In what ways am I missing, you know, the mark? kind of this thing. How can I make this connection deeper? How can I make this, this soul relationship more profound as in on the soul level that I have it as a contract within my being, that I would be this to you and you that to me and whatnot, if you will. You understand what I'm saying. I know you do. <laughs> and then you, of course, always, after you've made the connection, you get the information and you can do this throughout their life and throughout your lifetime together with them. Um, you can use it as a way to tap into your soul to their soul for a higher knowing conversation and connection. Um, and you can also use this as an opportunity to talk to them when you feel like they're not hearing you in the physical. You know, you could say, I'm really worried about you. This is what, you know, 
and it's all said with love, right? You're not going to be manipulative in this space. You're really trying to garner information or share information or a greater understanding. And then you'll see how this kind of resonates and reverberates in your wakeful state, in your physical world and in your wakeful state. And you'll always want to think, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you, bless you, love you. Thanks for coming to this space in my in my heart, mind, soul awareness. So moving on up the body, we go to the solar plexus chakra. And in the future, I'll be telling you uh, a full episode on the solar plexus and we'll be doing the guided meditation kind of visualization into what you might be storing in yours. But I just wanted to briefly touch on it because it too has to do with soul contracts. Um, your solar plexus is located between your heart. So if you put one hand on your heart and one hand on your sacral chakra down at your lower abdomen, kind of between right, right in the middle between the two of those is your solar plexus. Each torso is a different size, but generally it's beneath the xiphoid process, which is where um, the rib cage meets in the uh, V right, right beneath kind of down in there. But when we get to it, I'll teach you how to feel for it. It's pretty cool. Um, but the solar plexus solar, of course, um, from the word sun or, um, like radiance, like the sun and plexus is actually, I think it's a Latin for, um, a, a, a weaving or a braid. It, it's because solar plexus literally is where there's a bundle of nerves. there, really powerful feeling nerves there in your abdomen cavity. And your solar plexus is a real powerhouse. And a lot of times you do feel nervous energy there. Um, it's a, it's a profound place. I'm excited to tell you about it. Soon I will be giving you a whole podcast segment on the solar plexus. But for today, I just want to tell you briefly that the this area in your being, the solar plexus, tells us all about your personal power, your self-esteem, who you are, and what you came to do. Let me repeat that. Your solar plexus is the area that has to do with your personal power, your self-esteem, who you are, and what you came to do. So, Personal power, who you are and what you came to do are all fabulous, but it can be blocked by your self-esteem. Interesting, isn't it? But since it has to do with your personal power, who you are and what you came to do, very important, that's why I keep repeating it, it speaks to you of your soul contract on this planet, okay? Pretty much of what am I going to do in with this one amazing life as so-and-so on this planet? And what are some of the gifts and the talents that I bring that may be unique to me? And actually, will I go forth and do it? <laughs> this, the solar plexus, I find is far more about manifesting than the sacral chakra. Projecting out what you want to have happen in your world, and how you co-create your world. And most specifically, 
what you're presenting to the world as a soul. Do you remember how I said that the chakras that sit next to each other have a dynamic relationship? And these two in particular, because they both have to do with contracts, soul contracts and um, sacral contracts, sacred contracts, I should say. So it's very interesting, the proximity of this chakra to the sacral. In other words, it's really important that you pick the right mate, people. That if you're going to get mated for life or for a long time, time. It's important that you get someone that knows you, validates you, appreciates you, sees you for who you are, and that ever-changing, expanding soul that you are, and you them, because that will influence how you present your life's work, if you will, into the world, or your soul purpose, if you will, into the world. And I'm going to use these words loosely, because really your purpose is to have a great time. It's to be happy, 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 and happiness. And and that feeling of happiness will guide you to your um, talents and attributes. But I don't want you to confuse soul purpose with gifts and talents, right? Because your soul purpose is to be you and a happy you on the planet. And your gifts and talents are their own thing. And I just have a lot to say about all of this. But but right now, what I just want you to realize is that it's important that you maintain a um, sound and good and uh, like a wholehearted relationship with your loved one and mate because here the solar plexus is between your chakra that has to do with your relationship and your heart right so this is a really important space between these two chakras there's a part of me that thinks like you know I can't help but mention these things while we move up the mountain that is you that we you know keep going to the highest you that possible um I, I kept thinking like, maybe I'll just do all the chakras and then I'll tell them about the relationships at the end, but I just can't, you know, we're just standing at this pivotal moment and ready to explore your solar plexus. And I just want you to see the dynamic between this. So as we're working through the chakras, I really want you to work through the chakras. <laughs> I want you to kind of understand in each of those meditations, how you can unearth or, un you know, kind of dig up any traumas or any things that are holding you back and holding you down. And then I just want to remind you in this moment, some of them might be easily resolved. Easy is a light word, right? This is a light word because sometimes when there's trauma and crap in these areas, this, there's nothing easy about it. But I'm just saying that remember way back when I mentioned there's a couple different, from my experience, a couple different ways that this energy releases when it's disgruntled energy in these chakras. One is if you just kind of move into your new phase, become your new self, become who you want you to be, or, you know, it can be unravel, and then thereby the old you kind of falls away and is released and you step into the presence of you. Or the other way of kind of um, cleaning out the chakra is by holding it you know, looking at the trouble, the tribulations, the trauma, the disgruntled energy, and really working through the story of it. But sometimes when we work through the story of it, we get caught up in the story and that's who we still are, or we hold on to that past experience. Listen, I'm all about, you know, if you need it, therapy, been there, done that myself. Um, you know, part of the Me Too movement, sad to say. So I just want 
to empower you to realize that as we move, start moving into these chakras that are really about this one in particular, that we're coming into self-esteem, personal power, who you are, what you came to do, that um, sometimes what's holding you back is you. And so you're just going to hate me after this next segment. You might not. You might be like, oh my God, I don't resonate with her anymore. I used to like her, but I don't resonate with her stuff at all anymore because what she's saying doesn't really jive with me. So listen, it might not, but take what you can, right? I'm not saying I'm tapped in. I am tapped in. <laughs> I'm tapped in and tuned in, but I'm just saying you got to, you know, feel your way along. I don't want to take your power from you. I want you to maintain your power in this. So when we meet again, I'm going to take you further. Either we're going to, either I'm going to take you into manifesting because I'm like, God, should I take them into manifesting? Because I'm really good at manifesting. I might take you into manifesting or I might just take you into the sacral chakra and we'll talk about it. Then I'll take you to manifesting. I'm going to pray on it and see which way we're going to go. So some of you are like, pray on it. What's she going to pray on? What does that mean? For me, it means raise my heart, mind to all that is, to the highest good, to the true source, and um, combine my energetic field with the space of divine consciousness so that I might know and be led to what I should do for my next step. It's a place where I dive into and reside every now and again, and more and more and more, which I always encourage people to do. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to sit with uh, divine consciousness and, um, you know, God, I'm going to go in the Tao, the flow, the space, great spirit, goddess, and uh, figure out what we want to go and do next together. But I will tell you this in regards to your solar plexus and your personal power and who you are and what you came to do, we share that light. My friend, we share the light, who you are and what you've come to do is to be the best possible version of yourself, the truest form of your, your very holy essence, your very sacred essence, your very true self and a deeper knowing of your self and your feelings, and your kind of your divine purpose of your path of joy and enlightenment in this life is um, is the same as mine is. Now, how we play that out or the dynamic that we share or the experiences that we have might be different, but we're all on that same journey towards um, a greater knowing and highest good and highest self. And um, I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay, great. I feel good about this. I feel good that um, we shared the time to work through some things that are preparatory for you before we head into the solar plexus and all its... Um, glory because it's an important chakra and I really want you to um, know how to work with it. I am grateful for your taking the time to study with me and I totally enjoy you. 
even though you don't think I know you, sometimes I like tune in and go, oh, I'm just sending out light and love to all those people that are listening and really casting this wide net of reverberation and holding them up to the heavens and um, really praying over them for uh, love and goodness in their life and awareness and understanding. And so that's you. That's what I'm doing. I'm doing that over you. I hope you feel it. I um, hope you have something magical happen this week that um, kind of puts you on your path to your purpose or a greater sense of clarity for your own personal power or um, movement in relationship. I hope that you got a lot from today's session where I combined the sacred contracts that have to do with relationship and also you being on the planet for your particular path. You've been listening to Soul Awareness with Constance Mesmer. Thanks for tuning in. Legally speaking, this podcast is presented solely for educational and entertainment purposes. It is not intended as a substitute for medical diagnosis, treatment, or the advice of a physician, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat a health problem or condition. Always check with your doctor. Thank you.